Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And Eric is in there producing for us, best producer at the entire Cumulus family, I believe. He claims for the hour. Yeah. Well, I think he's a little better than that. So we are <laughs> so you, happy you. to be. I feel like I've been gone for a long time. Now we did the Bob Yarborough show last Friday, which was a blast. Thank you, Eric, for making that so much fun, and that was a really good time. But you know, I was out of town. I was, you know, had the stuff going on with family, so there was a lot going on. So I feel like this is the first time I've been back. But it's really only been two weeks because you met. You had the the, the Terry show. I did. Last week. I did. Yeah. So we so, have missed you quite a bit. Yeah. I've yeah. been having to host the show. I had gotten a call from a couple of people asking if we were changing the name to <laughs> the housing hour with Mark Griffith. I said, well, no, just hold on. I'm, I'm going to be back. I promise. You did a great yeah. job on Yarborough, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really I appreciate did. it. We yeah, had a enjoyed lot having of fun. You. Yeah, it was great. So um, today we are now, you know, almost to marathon time. And it's really kind of crazy that it's come on us this fast, to be honest with you, because, um, you know, we had Jason in. You weren't there for that particular show. Right, um, right. So we had had him in. I, Jason, was it 45 days ago? It was about 40 days out, I think. It was mid-January because it was before we did our zoo kickoff run. Right. So the voice you're hearing is Jason Altman. Um, he is the director of the Covenant race that we're all amping up for that's coming up on March 30th and 31st, right? Mm-hmm. It's the. Uh, go ahead and tell us what the name of the race is. It's the 15th annual Covenant Health Knoxville Marathon, half marathon, relay. Yeah. Kids run 5K. 5K as well. And uh, Jason, all you got to do, all you have to do is turn your TV on, and mm-hmm. either Jason's going to be on ABC, NBC, <laughs> or CBS, because um, he's doing a great job promoting the race and, and always has. Uh, but um, that's something that I've been seeing a lot of. So if the sponsors get a lot of, uh, I guess, press out of this, um, and that's a byproduct of something that's more important, which is to to celebrate and to encourage our employees to be healthy. But you've mm-hmm. been out there uh, really promoting the the race. And how are you guys looking? Uh, real quick, before we get into the meat of the show, uh, as far as uh, participants and so forth. Yeah, registration numbers are going strong. We, you know, obviously we we moved the finish line to World's Fair Park this year, so there was a little bit of uh, you know unknown on how that would be received, but it's. You know, numbers are strong. We're going to be up over 8,000 participants again this year, so it's going to be an awesome weekend in downtown Knoxville. That is so awesome. For those of you who just heard what he said, you know, this year they are we are ending the race um, actually outside of for the first time in a while, I guess ever, really. Yeah, first time in 15 years. So we're going to be ending it in, in World's Fair Park, which I think actually adds a, a pretty nice element. But for those who normally knew the race to end um, at the end at Neyland, this is going to be a one year where, where they're going to have to not end there because of some projects and some pre, um, I guess, some things that had already been started. So um, the plan, I think, is to go back to Neyland next year, I would assume. Uh, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see. We, right. we don't know what the stadium renovation timeline sure. is going to be, you know, part of the... Uh, you know, the situation this year was that there was uh, Estabrook Road was being demolished and three of the engineering buildings were coming down. So the access to and availability of the stadium was compromised. You know, we did, made the decision last summer, like, hey, let's let's try something new and different. World's Fair Park, while we may lose the marketing appeal 
to Neyland Stadium, what we're gaining here is a more spectator-friendly and family-friendly atmosphere. And we've got, you know, Dave Landio, he and his band are going to play Saturday night after the 5K till 10 o'clock. And then he's going to come back on Sunday morning and play on the festival lawn. We've got Calhoun's is coming. They're going to bring their beer trucks. We'll have some alcoholic beverages for People 21 and over, of course. Mm-hmm. But Before both... they start the marathon? or <laughs> oh, Okay, no. You know, some of the some of the marathon folks have asked, can I can I use my uh, beer ticket and drink a beer Saturday night after the 5K? I'm like, yeah. you know, if that's part of your training, then <laughs> so, so be it. But then we've also got three of the awesome food trucks here in town coming, you know, to sell food to spectators, family members, and then participants that want a little bit more than the regular uh, participant that's spread. Cool. Yeah. Jason has guaranteed... That it will not rain. No, guarantee? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we got all this rain in January and February, and I think that was the deal with Mother Nature. We'll have a nice March. Well, last yeah. year, it was it a 5K. I don't remember uh, it raining Not last for year. you, 5K was... I know. Kevin, that's because you were doing the marathon. I was out there. <laughs> the 5K. Yeah, the my shoes were soaked, and they were my marathon <gasps> that's shoes. That's right. That's why I didn't run with insoles the next day, <laughs> which could be a problem. But, yeah, so the rain could be... I mean, it's just, you know, weather. Who knows what's going to happen? Sure. But we ended up having a great time <laughs> It was a blast. Year, even with a little bit of rain. It is. And, you know, that's one of those things where several years ago when we moved the kids running the 5K to Saturday night, now you're looking at both days, you know, where you're just hoping and praying for perfect weather on a Sunday morning. Well, now you need it really all weekend because of, you know, how it's becoming a complete weekend festival. That's awesome. Well, we're really excited about it. And I know that there's a lot of dimensions to the race. And um, you have, of course, sponsors, you have race participants, you have, you know, media sponsors, you have a variety of different things that you're tackling. And one of the unique things that Covenant does, which I, which I love, um, and one of our very own last year, Mary Markham was on the team, I believe it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that is uh, Covenant's uh, marathon team that Missy Kane sort of helps with and brings, you know, the training to these folks and, you know, leads them along the way and is always there on the Saturday runs and mm-hmm. or it could be a hand cycle, cyclist or whatever it might be. And actually in studio with us, we have uh, David. Do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Numer? Yes. Oh, I got it right. I'm <laughs> so happy. David, uh, welcome into studio, first of all. Thank you for coming. Well, thanks. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And David is going to is one of the participants. Why don't you, if you don't mind, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and how you uh, got started with, with the Covenant Marathon team. Well, um, I got started with the Covenant team because one of the other uh, veterans, Dennis Clark, uh, mm-hmm. uh, let me know about it and invited me and said that they're having a, a team of veterans this year. And I that's cool. What I like to participate in. So I said, yes, of course. So this is the first year they actually did the veterans group. Is that what I'm hearing? As far as, yeah, Missy's team, there's, yeah. you know, she's the health and promotions coordinator for Covenant Health. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously she was in the Olympics, so she's got very imp- impressive knowledge. But but they try to focus on a different theme each year. So you mentioned Mary was on the team previously. Well, that was uh, a corporate wellness theme that they were looking at. And they've done sort of the a biggest winner theme, kind of modeled after the biggest loser on NBC. But then this year. So that's brilliant. Yeah, this year the the theme is the veterans, and we're excited to have David and Dennis and that's cool, and lots of the other veterans yeah, that are on our team. The Air Force, U.S. Air Force covered, uh, Marine Corps. You're the Army, Navy. Uh, you've got every you know the Coast Guard, so you have the branches covered pretty well. So you've been training. Have you always been? You're a hand cyclist. Is that what you actually do? Or yes, uh, okay. since uh, since my is injuries, that the proper term. Say it again. Hand oh yes, cyclist? yes, okay. it's perfect. All right. 
Um, I was injured in Afghanistan in 2009 mm-hmm. and spent two and a half years at Walter Reed recovering. Mm-hmm. And part of the recovery process, because I couldn't run uh, or ride a regular bicycle anymore, they introduced me to hand cycling as for my cardio. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I, I, you know, it, it was it worked well. Um, it was like running again. Mm. Gave me the same uh, cardio workout. Yeah. Um, they uh, they took us to uh, a Walt Disney half marathon back in. Uh, I did that in 2011. Well, that's cool. And uh, from there, I, I got hooked, and I've been competing ever since. That's awesome. I always I love watching them. You know, and I've never ridden one by any means, but they seem to be something that can can marry two things one is like you want to do cardio but you also want to have the same feel lower to the ground feel like you have what you've been used to or what you like most about cardio which was that feeling of running or you know getting to where you want to go and i was when i was training this weekend i saw a gentleman that he was checking the course out and i was just impressed as it went by me and I was like, wow, that thing is really cool. So, um, and how many usually, it's probably, not, you know, a huge number, but what number do you normally have in hand cyclists? Uh, so, so we've got two divisions. We've got a hand cycle division and then a push ram wheelchair, which is a little bit different as far as the way that they, they manage the uh, vehicles. Um, but we'll have 12 to 15 between the two, usually awesome. about... Yeah, eight or nine of the hand cyclists. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And now this whole team is not all made up of individuals that are hand cyclists. It's a it's it's still some runners and some walkers. Missy's team, correct? Yeah, okay. that's cool. Um, so one of the things that Jason, I know last year or, or when Mary was a part of it, you know, we all sort of, sort of came around and you know tried to encourage her. We have pictures at you know at the, at the end of the race and things like that. And how have your friends and family sort of uh, helped you along the way here? Are they excited for you? Well, as far as friends and family, I mean, they've, I've been doing this for a while, so they're right. um, they're glad to see me. I had to take a two year break mm. uh, because I injured myself. Mm. Um, so actually, the last race I did was the the Covenant uh, Marathon. It? Yeah, and now it'll be my first race as my comeback race. So I'm there looking forward go. to it. I'm excited. To- yeah, but you're also so. But you've never been on Missy's team before. No, right? no, and um, that's, that's great. Cool. Uh, what's an extra kind of um, motivation? I guess you could say to do well for the team. Uh, yeah, pretty much. You you know you have to you know make the team look good overall. Um, it, we meet once or twice a week as. Well, the runners meet twice a week. Uh, I just meet uh, on Tuesday nights. We do uh, upper body and mm. strength workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. Y'all go over to Four Sanders Health and Fitness Center? Yes, exactly. Yeah, if, if you follow Missy Kane or Tanya Stout-Brown or the Covenant Health uh, Marathon team on, on the Facebook, they're really good about posting some of the pictures and the updates. Yeah, they, they the trainers there do a great a job. <laughs> you know, one of the things I like that they're doing, the armed forces, because the armed forces, obviously, you know, we wouldn't be sitting here being able to speak on this um, radio right now. Um, and we can get to this in the next segment, but it's, you know, you had that injury and I was reading about it in Afghanistan and it wasn't just like a, you know, a, a ankle sprain or something. I mean, this was a big time injury. Uh, I think I read that you had, you still have shrapnel and uh, that you're uh, basically you had caught something had caught fire. It was hit by an 82 millimeter mortar. Yeah. Well, during the firefight, so I'm a walking miracle. I, uh, I definitely, uh, That's I'm incredible. grateful to be here and, yeah. uh, 
Well, we're, we are grateful, not just for you being here, but for your service. Thank you so much. Um, and that's, that's a wonderful story. We'll continue talking. You can um, share the mic with us for the rest of the time. And we're here with Jason Altman. We're here just talking about the marathon coming up. And we have David with us as well, who's going to be a part of this. Guys, we'll be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. Thank you for being here. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Eric Glasgow in here. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Yeah. I got it. I'm you sorry. got it. You're on it. And I'm just hitting names right and left today. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pronounce David's wrong now. But we have Jason Altman, who's the, uh, the race director for the Covenant Health Marathon coming up at the end of this month, um, not but maybe a couple of weeks, less than that, actually, um, as well as David Numer as well, who is in studio with us also. And David is a part of the uh, Covenant Health Marathon team. And this year, Missy's theme uh, for the team is uh, veterans, people who have served in our armed forces. And they have a great list of people. And David was just telling us a little bit about his story um, a moment ago. And he is retired Army. Um, he was in for a long time. Uh, he served uh, four tours in Afghanistan. Yes, sir. Four tours. And we were talking a little bit offline, but uh, he's over a 20-year veteran of the U.S. Army. And he's He's so, so grateful to have him in here. And Jason was mentioning also uh, another piece of the puzzle here um, is the speaker. Tell us a little bit about, because it does have a, a tie-in a little bit with the armed forces. Talk a little bit about your speaker at the expo. Sure. You know, we, we like to bring in a featured speaker each year. Last year we had Bill Rogers, who's four-time winner of Boston and New York marathons, and Inky Johnson has spoke before. Mm-hmm. But with, with Missy's focus being on the veterans, we wanted to look at maybe a veteran-based runner uh, or participant to speak at the, the expo. This is on Saturday, March 30th. It's during packet pickup, so it's before all the races begin. Uh, Rob Jones is going to be our speaker this year. He served in Afghanistan in 2010. He was wounded by a landmine. Uh, his injury resulted in a left knee disarticulation and a right above knee amputation. He was fitted with prosthetics at Walter Reed. He began rowing, biking, and running. And then in 2017, he set a goal of completing 31 marathons in 31 different cities in 31 consecutive days, and he completed that goal. Yeah, so he's he's definitely an inspiration. We're excited to have him come and speak at the expo and uh you know his his appearance is made possible by prestige cleaners prestige tuxedo and eddie manis for mayor Uh, i'm sure most of the listeners know eddie manis definitely you know very passionate definitely passionate about the veterans with his honor air knoxville so we're excited that that eddie's stepped up and helped us bring him in this year that's awesome and i mean you know, Eddie's, uh, the whole thing that he does with the veterans, the honor air, I mean, that, that is something really special. It's incredible. And one of my our good friends, George Warren, got to go on that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's involved in bringing people to you and, and helping be a conduit, that's so, that is really neat. And, and so when you were thinking about speakers, was part of the, uh, the idea when you uh, realized what it was that Missy was doing and you sort of just put the two and two together or what? Yeah. I mean, certainly with the veterans theme, it just made sense. And, you know, it's, it's one of those crazy things where, um, you know, you're, you're scrolling social media and around the time that Missy had announced her team, 
we saw, you know, our, our president, Alicia, and our executive director, David Black, both saw, um, you know, the story on Rob Jones yeah. and sent a note to me. And it was like, hey, do you know familiar with this guy? So I reached out to him and, you know, we made it happen. That is so cool. That yeah. is really neat. Well, and for everyone, I mean, there's still time, number one. You can still register to do this. Yeah. If you want to do the 5K <clears throat> or the half marathon or any of it. What's that? Kids run, of course. I have a question. Can the general public come in, even if they're not registered to run, and listen to, like, Rob at 3 o'clock on Saturday? Absolutely. Yeah, the the expo is open, and it's free to the general public. Excellent. So, we, you know, we're going to have over 70 exhibitors set up, too. You know, they're selling, uh, you know, running gear and apparel and nutrition, but then some are just giving out samples. For instance, you know, Bojangles has a booth there. They're handing out gift cards, and you don't know if the gift card has $1 and Bojangles bucks or $100 in Bojangles bucks until you take it to the store. Well, last year we had yeah. 5,000 bottles of water. We gave out maybe 10, mm. and uh, the rest of it's at my office, by the way, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, and that reminds me, I'm thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah we overshot our estimate on the water by uh, three or 4,000, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but actually, we used up all of the water um, yes. throughout the year. It was great. So for those, yeah, if you want to come and listen to this talk, you can do that. You can also stop by any of the vendors. We're going to be there as well. Um, there's going to be a ton of people there. I mean, and, and I like the fact that we're moving. Um, I didn't have anything against the, the other one, but I, I, I like where we're going this time. And it's below the... It's below the Holiday Inn right. down at World's Fair Park. It's uh, it's called the World's Fair Exhibition Hall, mm-hmm. newly renovated. That's why we moved last year over to the newer con- Knoxville Convention Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were doing some HVAC work. But it's if you haven't been in there in the last 11 months, I mean, it is a beautiful, beautiful building. They've done a lot of great work. You know, the, the Bassmaster Classic used both buildings, including this one, for their big event last weekend. That's cool. Yeah, so we're, we're excited about being there. some of that, actually. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a group run starting at the start line, and you could tell there were about 100 runners, and then there were about 100 fishermen that were going in towards the expo, and you could, you could tell that they were going their different directions based on what they were wearing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And, and the other thing about the expo, which is what we experienced last year, is that it's an all-day event, number one. So if you come and you, you know, get your pick up your packet, um, you know, just think about timing. First of all, if you are, you know, going to be racing because timing is everything. And this is just an experience that I've, I've thought through. If you're running in the 5k, maybe you don't get there at two in the afternoon and stand on your feet for five hours until the seven o'clock race. Yeah. Right. And that's just not going to, yeah, it's not going to bode well. And also if you're doing the half or the full the next day, you know, let's try not to be on our feet the entire day. Right, Jason? Yeah. Well, if you're doing one of the Sunday events, certainly, you know, my, my advice would be come early, mm-hmm. you know, expo opens at 9am, come early, pick your stuff up, you know, uh, shop some of the vendors, but then get off your feet for the rest of the day. Cause you're right. The kids run starts at five thirty, So the hour, hour and a half before that is when we're going to get, you know, a mad rush on the kids picking up their packets. And then the 5k starts at seven o'clock at night. So again, an hour, hour and a half beforehand is when all the 5k folks are going to show up. So if you're doing the marathon, the half or the relay, yeah. you know, definitely come early on Saturday. Yeah. And you know, there's, like I said, plenty of opportunity and I'm also on Facebook live here. So if you guys are out there, especially any MIG employees, don't forget the email that went out, we can still register. We're still plenty of time. And it would be awesome to see a bunch of people in, in green. And not just that, but we're going to have over 8,000, you said, participants between all of the races. Right? Correct. 
it's a great community event to get out there and enjoy just what Knoxville has to offer. And um, the full marathon, Mark, you know, you could walk it probably. Absolutely. And, you know, how long do you have it set up for so that Mark could finish if he was doing it? The the marathon stays open for seven hours. That's approximately oh, 16 no. minutes, oh. 16 minutes per mile. Then I better just stick with the 5K. That's it's like a brisk mall walk. Just do it for 26 miles. Now, Jason, have you ever ran your race? I ran it in 2005, the and first, the inaugural year. So, but you did not, but that was, you did the full marathon or was that the half? I did the full. You did the full. That was before I was in charge. Right. But you, <laughs> right. There's no way you could run it while still run, doing the race. Right? Uh, no. Yeah. No, there's, there's too many details that need to be taken care of. Yeah. And, and I noticed that you have the official uh, race car, the official Covenant race car, not race car, but yeah. I guess out there. Oh, yeah. It's, it's magnet time. So that I can be out <laughs> well, one thing we're doing um, Saturdays, we're going to have a chair for Kevin. Kevin's going to be in the booth at Mortgage Investors Group signing autographs. So everybody come on down. Oh, Kevin will please. sign. <laughs> please. No. Well, that way he's off his feet. So that's good. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the point of the chair. Exactly. So. Well, one of the things that we set out to do this year, which I don't know if we've accomplished that, but we really wanted to get the word out for all of Mortgage Investors Group employees. And we do have a lot of people participating in it. And um, and that's really the goal. That's what Covenant, you know, Missy does just a tremendous job with their wellness program at Covenant. You know, it is mm-hmm. a hospital, but... Even if it wasn't, she would still be pouring that same amount of energy into it. Sharon is sort of like our Missy, if you will. Sure. Um, she gives a lot of her time and energy to try to put on or, you know, get us involved in races, you know, just like this one. And as a matter of fact, the only reason, I won't say the only reason, but one of the main reasons that we are a part of this race is because of Sharon. Um, and I would even venture to say that our insurance at our work is probably lower because of all of the time that she's put in to health and wellness for MIG. So a little shout out to Sharon uh, for sure. I don't, I don't even know if she's in town, but um, guys, we're talking now with right now, Jason Altman. He is the race director for the covenant health and we appreciate you guys stopping in and we got plenty of show left. So come back. Let's discuss. We're going to get into some more details about the race, about maybe a little bit about the course. I want to make get some strategies together for the marathon. So, guys, <laughs> stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again... Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm in studio with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host. And we have a couple of great guests that we've been speaking with. And um, before we go on, I want to tell you guys a couple of things. Number one, um, the sponsor of our show is Mortgage Investors Group. You can go to MIGonline.com, learn more about us, uh, as well as you can go to um, thehousinghour.com. And that is sort of the mothership, the treasure trove of all of the information that we have. Um, we've done a lot of different series over the year, over the years, um, and we'd love for you to be able to share that with friends and family. Um, I would also like to direct you to uh, the website for the Knoxville Marathon, and it's a real complicated one, knoxvillemarathon.com. <laughs> Try to keep it simple. I love it. No, that's good. <laughs> um, there you will find 
a variety. Uh, if, if ours is the treasure trove, then this is the mothership because you have everything that you could possibly want. And I even saw a downloadable weekend schedule or something that just got emailed to me. You guys are on top of the communication. It's unbelievable. But what all can people find on your website? Well, you know, certainly course maps are one of the big things that people ask for. We've, we've had some some minor changes this year in addition to the finish line change. So people want to make sure that they're, they're training and know where they're going on race day. Mm-hmm. You know, the schedule of events, you know, what you referenced, it's our information booklet for race weekend. So it tells you, you know, when the expo opens, when it closes, when, you know, the speakers are going to be, when each event starts. Uh, you know, we've got specific information for the relay teams, you know, since a lot of them are driving from relay exchange zone to the next one, you know, some, I guess some of the more experienced runners will run from one exchange zone to the next as they warm up and a cool down. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not the majority though. Most try to drive from one way, one place to another. So we give them tips on how to maneuver through road closures, uh, that sort of thing. You know, the covenant kids run. We, you know, safety is a priority there, so we want to make sure that all kids are accounted for. So we, they've got specific instructions where the parents receive a duplicate bib that the child will wear. That way, when the Knoxville Police Department is making sure they're leaving the secure area, you know, little Timmy's wearing one, two, three, and so is mom. She's also got bib one, two, three, so they're then allowed to leave together. That's smart, actually, very smart. Um, and you can find all of that information. You can go to the website, KnoxvilleMarathon.com, um, and you can even still sign up there. And you guys also this year, which uh, maybe you had this in years past, I can't remember, but when you sign up, if you're a half marathon runner, you're going to get a gift, right? Mm-hmm. Finishing gift. Correct. Right. If you are a marathoner, you will also get a finishing gift. Do you want to tell us about what the gifts are? Yeah, so we've we've done a finisher gift for the full marathon in the past, and traditionally it's been a finisher hat. And then last year we added into a like a hooded towel that could go in your car. But this year, you know, being year fifteen, we want to do something a little bit different, a little something extra. So we're doing a a half or it's a quarter zip finisher's jacket. Mm-hmm. So all full marathoners will get that. And then you, you mentioned the half marathoner gift. We've never done anything in the past until this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a little, little plug here, but Mortgage Investors Group is sponsoring yeah. that item. It's going to be a buff for mm-hmm. all the finishers in the half marathon and the two-person relay because the two-person relay participants are also doing the yeah. 13.1 mile half That's marathon awesome. distance. Yeah. Appreciate awesome. appreciate the support. Yes. And the design Josh put together, I love. I love the design. So mm-hmm. for you all out there, the half marathon folks, Hey, you're going to have a nice piece. I like it. It's really a nice piece. And this will also a moment, the MIG folks, um, you will get a free t-shirt as well if you sign up. So if you're out there listening, make sure that you do that before tomorrow, actually Wednesday, you won't be hearing this then. If you're listening live on Facebook, you know, tomorrow's the deadline Wednesday, uh, cause we'll be airing this podcast on Saturday and you also can be finding, you can find it on Apple as well, but you can listen to it from three to four, of course. Um, so with that being said, with the gifts that you guys are putting out there, um, you you have also the goodie bag as well that comes correct out, right. Um, has there been anything different about the goodie bags? Because I know Sharon had mentioned there was something different, but I can't remember. Maybe there's not. I know that you guys lost some in the floods, some of the some of the goods, right? The <laughs> yeah, one of the challenges that comes up every year is that there's always something new that you know some new obstacle that needs to be tackled. You know, the recent flooding we had damaged all the goodie bags that had already arrived mm. here in Knoxville. Mm. So they had to be reproduced. Fingers crossed that they will arrive before 
race weekend. Yeah. You know, they're estimated right now for March 25th. So, so we're looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that is cutting it awfully short. Um, yeah. But one of the initiatives that we wanted to do with the goodie bags is be a little bit more green. You know, a lot of places you go and they'll have 20 different flyers or brochures in there. And you start thinking about, man, if, if somebody's producing 10,000 uh, flyers and ten, think about all the printing that goes into that, you know, not not just to mention the uh, cost associated with that. Yeah. So, you know, we introduced a virtual goodie bag where folks can do a virtual ad in there and that gets emailed out to all participants but then we also will have the traditional bag there at the expo and we've got some tangible items like kellogg's is great they've donated a bunch of different rice krispie treats and bars for us you know so participants will be able to insert those into their bags and then they can use those bags on sunday morning if they want to do a bag check where we transport Say, uh, yeah. say warm clothes from it's the wonderful. start. I love that. Yeah, we've we've got uh, our friends at CNSY12. They sponsor the bag check. They provide some of their security personnel there, mm-hmm. you know, because we want to make sure that the bags that are going in, you know, everything is kosher with what's going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they transport those to the finish line so that after, you know, someone like David finishes the race, maybe he's got some, you know, warm hoodie or some, some warm pants that he wants to change into. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was a big deal because I wanted to have, like, a shirt to change into – and stuff like that, and you know, having it outside of Neeland, not that that's better or worse. I'm just saying it's going to be closer to where I need to go, <laughs> and that's a nice thing too with the ending. But but also for fans as well, if you have friends or family, it was sort of hard, and it, and you know, it is what it is. But um, it's going to be a lot easier for you to be able to see your loved one or your friend to be able to finish. You know, so Mark, I expect you Sunday down there well sometimes i'm there video i, yep. I watched you that's cross. true you're I, right you're yeah right. i was there yeah but come down to the to the finish line oh well that's that's we'll get you a free little we'll get you a little vip tag since you're, <laughs> since you're on the housing hour um but i love i love 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 the way that um you guys put on race day and the gentleman who does um the announcing what a phenomenal talent this guy is who what's this gentleman's name that's doing the participant names yeah. as they come across the line. Yeah. So it's uh, Kevin Mahan. He's with uh, Endurance Sports Management, and he he calls out names for seven hours. What, what a voice, though! I mean, he's yeah. got. What's that? That's amazing. It is amazing, and he's so talented at it because you know he has little facts, I guess, that he gathers somehow, mm-hmm. um, and, and it must just you know have a screen where it shows who's coming next um but yeah so just listening to him and i'm sure that and i know for me personally hearing my name first of all i was glad that i was almost done you know? <laughs> but it was just kind of cool you know hearing our names as they came through so do you remember them did they do that for the 5k as well uh so we have it set up for the 5k the the obstacle there is there's such fast volume coming across at once so we try to do what we can but you end up inevitably missing some folks because it's it's an announcer feed so it's a separate timing mat that's about 100 yards prior to the finish line yeah so when somebody crosses that mat the name pops up onto the computer screen so then he can look and he can say hey kevin ray from knoxville tennessee welcome to the finish line as you're crossing the line right that's really neat i was wondering if you could add notes to it so that you could you could tell people certain things it's like well your goal was four hours and 30 minutes kevin it looks like you're not going to make that great job though for this year he's running with his insoles exactly (laughs) that's funny um but the the other thing and i know this has evolved since 2005 Mm -hmm. but the technology that goes along with running a race like this um has made 
obviously huge leaps and bounds over the years, you know, whereas the timing was done a certain way. What big technology differences have you seen? Well, I think you're right. The timing has been just night and day different. Uh, you know, back when the track club started this, you know, 50 plus years ago, we were doing popsicle sticks, you know, you give someone a popsicle stick with the, you know, one, two, three, let them know, uh, you know, what their finishing place was when they came across, Mm. you know, when, when Christy and I first got involved, you know, we're talking more than 15 years ago, uh, we didn't have the timing mats and the chips. It was still sort of manual. You'd have a button you'd press Mm -hmm. and then you'd have to take the 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 bottom you'd rip off the perforated part of the bibs and string them in order so you could say all right you know Kevin was first and David was second and Mark was third and then you didn't put that all by hand and you know it would take are you, you seri- are you pulling my leg here? no this, <laughs> this I, is unbelievable I've got some of the stuff in the Smithsonian <laughs> <laughs> but you know it could take several hours to get full results and people we, need to stand by yeah people wouldn't want to hang out and wait for the awards or they might get frustrated because maybe it took longer than they wanted to. And, you know, think about the advent of the internet, you know, now, well, Hey, results are going to be online and now we can upload them continuously throughout the race. So you can see like, well, Hey, Kevin just went through the 10 K mark and you get that almost in real time. If you're on the website or you've downloaded, we've got a race joy app. Talk about that. That app is absolutely. I think we have a minute left. Talk just real quick about the the app because that's how my wife followed me. So it was really nice. Yeah. It's, it's called race joy. It's through, uh, our, our registration host who's run signup.com. Uh, and they, they're leading the, the way in the technology there, but I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but so, so you download the app as the runner mm-hmm. and then you carry the phone with you during the race. Mm-hmm. And then as long as you've got your phone and your app is on, then your friends, family can then track you and see in real time exactly where you are on the map. Right. That, say, that race. If I'm wrong, you're yeah. the race director. No. Well, I'm not the one with your phone. <laughs> And I'm not the one out on the course. I'm just kidding, but it, it works great. Yeah. And you, you said it exactly. this, this is how they tell me it's supposed to work. <laughs> Guys, continue with us right after these messages. We'll be right back. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Eric in there in the booth. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. This has been a great show so far. We have one segment left, and we're talking with Jason Altman, who is the race director for the Covenant Health Knoxville Marathon. It's uh, it's our pleasure to have him in. He um, has been in uh, several times, and he was in you know a few weeks ago. Maybe I think it was about. 30 days ago, maybe, uh, when we were talking about just the initial stages of setting up. And this is a year-round thing for Jason. I can promise you that because he has relationships that he is fostering throughout the year. He's looking for new sponsorship. He's looking for – it's just it's, – it's, it's a full-time job all year long is what it boils down to, right? It is. Uh, you know, once race day – comes and goes people say oh so you're going to go on a vacation tomorrow right. like you know there's there's a good there's 6 a weeks of just wrap up yeah. you know whether that's uh, you know the fittest company challenge results and presenting awards to those companies it's mm-hmm. the fittest school challenge where we like to go to all the schools in the area present them with a you know a check courtesy mm-hmm. of our friends at Regal mm-hmm. a plaque you know sponsor appreciation i i approved the 
these sponsors on the back of the shirts last week, and it was checking 48 logos. Mm-hmm. So making sure that they are appreciated because they are. Yeah. You know, we, we love having there. Uh, yes, I got the new one. Okay. Good. Yep. I, good. I got the note that that changed in February. So oh. <laughs> I got that in the nick of time. Perfect. Uh, but, but you're right. I mean, you know, you look at those and there were several others on there that maybe have changed over the years. So, you know, approving 48 logos is one of those things that gives me just heartburn. That gives me making, heartburn. I'm not even doing it. Making sure that they're all right. Yeah, but well, it's, a, it's about getting in contact with the right person. Who's going to approve. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But, but I, I can look back at the shirts from 2005, 2006, where we had six logos on the back there. Wow. So, you know, trying to build those relationships here in town and, mm-hmm. you know, we've just been so lucky because the community, whether it's the sponsors or it's volunteers, it's spectators, it's participants, everybody wants to be a part of the event. You know, there's such a civic pride that we have to show our city off to, you know, people who are coming from 45 or 46 other states, you know, anyone who's coming from outside of East Tennessee, we want to showcase what we have here in Knoxville. Mm, And that's one of the things that is so awesome about race day is being able to see all these neighborhoods. And I love that about it. Um, and I will also admit that around mile 20 last year, cause that was my first marathon. I, mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember from 20 to 26.2. Like I remember little pockets, yeah. but I was pretty much not oriented at that moment. But, um, it, yeah, you, you do a great job and, and we're so thankful for the opportunity to be a part of it. And I know that a lot of MIG people, we're, we're going to have a hundred people participate, um, that's sort of wishful thinking, but we'll be there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, and, and you know, that's, it's, it's a moment for us to come out and just celebrate, you know, celebrate spring, celebrate health, yeah. celebrate, you know, everything that we've done and accomplished. And I did want to bring David back in because, you know, when we talk about like, what's the mission, what's, what's the mission of this, of this race. And, and for us, I, I mentioned it was the wellness and trying to get our people involved and everybody has a different thing. Like this year, I'm going to be racing for my grandmother. She just passed away, had a stroke. So that's going to be something that's going to be in my mind and something I'm going to carry with me throughout the race. And I noticed something that you had in racing in memory of, or in honor of is the Vietnam veterans, um, because of their, just really their, their relevance as it relates to national security security over the years and in, in the battles that were fought. Can you just talk a little bit about why you're doing that for them? Well, um, they, you know, when they came home, they didn't receive the reception that they should have. Mm. And um, when I was at Walter Reed, uh, the Vietnam vets were our biggest advocates. They wow. wanted to make sure that our coming home wasn't like theirs. Mm. So they've been very proactive in ensuring that uh, we came home with dignity and respect, and, and they've done a great job. Wow. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's that is really amazing. And um, I also wanted to ask you about your training for this. Now, you actually won this race, the Covenant Health uh, Marathon. It was the hand cyclist in what year was that? It was 2014. And then in 15 and 16, I came in second those years. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, that how did that feel when you finished first? I mean, I can't even imagine. I'm just happy to finish. So, well, it, it feels great finishing first. It's always nice that you were, yeah, you know, the fastest that day. Right. Um, there's always going to be someone faster than you. Sure. So it, you never know what what's going to come. Yeah. Um, it just, as far as I'm concerned, it's always a personal best i guess yes. each year i want to go faster yeah you know um this year's unknown the course has changed 
So I They've can't really make harder, any predictions. <laughs> Just kidding. We've eliminated one or two hills, but then we've replaced them with one or two others. So okay. bigger ones. It's it's probably a push. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you said something very profound a moment ago, which was, I mean, because I I feel this way. I know this is not exactly what you said, but a lot of times I feel like I'm my I'm racing against myself. I don't feel like everybody that's in the field, like those are my competitors. I feel like the old me almost in a sense is, is who I'm competing against. Exactly. I'm, I'm my biggest critic. I need to, I need to progress. I need to feel that I'm doing better. Right. That's the whole point of training, I guess. Yeah. And, and that's something that I've tried to come to terms with as well in the last like 18 months, which is that I'm not getting any younger. Right. So the training has to be even more concise. And, you know, if you if you skip some of what they suggest, the only person you're hurting is yourself. Correct. So that's something that I've been trying to deal with. So so this training, how often are you are you out training? Well, I um, initially you build a base. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of long aerobic level exercise uh, mm-hmm. rides. Um, and then, you after you build your base, you start putting in some. Uh, some uh, higher paced workouts, some uh, repetitive stuff, uh, mm-hmm. sprint training, that kind of stuff. And uh, right now, I'm up to uh, probably two hour sessions. Mm. Um, and is it mostly? Is it? I mean, it's obviously full body, but is upper body one of the keys? Well, for the hand cycling, it's all over. It's basically right. your arms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, it's cycling with your arms. Right. So, and arms just don't have the same. Um, endurance is legs so uh, yeah it, it's something you build up to to, to, yeah. to be competitive i bet you that's great exercise now that you think about it i mean it really is if you're wanting to do a good upper body workout mm-hmm. i mean oh definitely no you definitely get an upper body work <laughs> i bet well and david mentioned what up to two hours can you finish the race in under two hours correct yes and you know put that in perspective <clears throat> you know no runner has ever finished a marathon in under two hours yeah so close yeah, close. Um, not on this course, but no, uh, we're, this course. our course record is two hours, 22 minutes. Uh, but, you know, David is really moving when he's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, on flat ground, right, at my, at, you know, at my level mm-hmm. currently, um, I can probably average about 20 miles an hour. Wow. Wow. That's all. And that's all that's all your own energy. Yes. You mentioned that you had a when you were talking about pacing that you used wattage. Yeah, um, yeah, cyclists use wattage as a as a constant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I train by wattage and mm-hmm. I pace myself by wattage while competing. Oh, that's cool. That's smart. Does weather play a factor into your all's race? Oh, definitely. Um, really? Winds. We were affected greatly by winds. Mm. Uh, rain. It's just miserable. Mm. Nothing. Because you're so low to the ground, you're just dragging yourself through a wet street throughout. And then the front wheel will constantly sprays you uh, in the face with the street water. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a miserable thing. Yeah. Um, Other than those three things, it's incredible to do it when it's raining. (laughs) Well, and and flat tires have happened before. Yeah, that can happen. Um, Oh, no. Fortunately, uh, Dennis Clark's wife, Betsy, she kind of runs a support vehicle for us. We can give her spares. Oh, that's good. Come to our rescue if we need it. Right. Wow, that's cool. And I know that you guys have a community almost in your in the hand cycling world, I guess you have your own like culture and community that you all have built up. Have you become friends with some of the other folks? Oh, that, definitely, definitely. That's cool. It's a, it's a great community, and 
we uh, try and get together and ride when we can. That's cool. Well, because in your situation, you you know, you're a veteran, so you have that uh, group that you can, you know, exchange the rest, you know, whatever life events that you want to share with them. You have the hand cyclists. I'm, I'm all about camaraderie and, and having like kinship and fellowship with other groups. And, and you've got two great ones that you're exactly. a part of. Sounds like with this marathon team, you also now have another group that you can keep in. Did you know any of the other veterans coming into it? Uh, just Dennis. Yeah. Just Dennis. Yeah, just oh, Dennis. that's well. Now you know all of them. Exactly. exactly. Have you been able to build friendships with those folks? Yeah, we. Yeah, again, we've. Uh, you know, when we train together, we sure. always, uh, enjoy each other's company. That's cool. That's cool. I know they're not not all because um, you've got some army and you've got some navy and some marines. I know that you guys don't always get along exactly right. Well, it, you know, we speak uh, similar language. You know, the different services they right. speak similar languages. We all can yeah. we all understand each other. Well, this has been awesome, Mark. You hadn't yet spoke, have not spoken much over there, but we're down to a I'm minute. I'm in awe. You're in awe. Okay, this is our last segment, so we only have like 30 seconds left. Is there any closing words that you have, Jason? Yeah, yeah. I did want to give a shout out to Al K at Patricia Neal Innovative Recreation Cooperative. You know, okay. it's part of Covenant Health because he's been the the lead for getting hand cyclists and the push rim participants involved. Um, you know, he awesome. he keeps the communication with them. You know, and, and us as an event, part of our proceeds go towards Patricia Neal IRC. That's true. Guys, this is an awesome race. Come out and join us. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time right here on the Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also, check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.